Episode 37, The Tower of Babel, Genesis 11, verses 4 to 9. In chapter 11, the original Tower of Babel was planned and built. Today, the Tower of Babel is again being built, right before our eyes. And the United Nations is the largest force behind this tower of confusion and chaos. Turning to our passage, verse 4. Then they said to each other, Let's build for ourselves a city and a tower, and let's make the top of the tower reach high into the sky. We will become famous. The people of the world and every false religion looks for their own glory. No matter how piously they seem to do it, this is the goal. I, even I, have earned my salvation. I have done the deeds. I have merited God's favour. I. But the Bible teaches a vastly different lesson. Verse 4 continues. If we do this, we will not be scattered over all the earth. One other idea about building this tower to heaven comes from the writings of the ancient Jewish historian Flavius Josephus. Not only were they defying God by attempting to work their way to him, but they were also attempting to defy him. Should he ever presume to go back on his word about flooding the earth again? He says that their intention was to build a tower so tall that any floodwaters couldn't cover it. The materials used bear this out. They used burnt brick cemented together with bitumen or asphalt to keep it watertight. Anyone inside of it would be safe, just like Noah was in the ark. They're building their own little ark. This then is an example of not believing the very words and promises of God, because God promised to never flood the world again with water. And just like the Tower of Babel supposedly protecting from another worldwide flood, we have an exact repeat of this in our modern society in the lies about global warming. Verse 5. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the people had built. After the flood, Noah built an altar at the top of the mountain of Ararat, and the smoke of the offering soared even higher to reach the Lord. His presence, since the time of the flood, is symbolically on high, and now the Lord descends to bring about judgment and inflict discipline on those who have so quickly and so shamefully been disobedient to the commands they were given through Noah. The omniscient Lord of creation is coming down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. Verse 6. The Lord said, Now these people are united. They all speak the same language. This is only the beginning of what they will do. They will be able to do anything they want. It is true. Man is created in God's image and is capable of amazingly great things. But the things we do and the things we make 
can ultimately have only one of two end purposes. Either the glorification of self or the glorification of God. If it is for self, it is a futile attempt at achieving immortality. If it is to glorify God, then it will truly, in some capacity, be a work of eternal significance. The Lord came down and looked upon the work of the men in Shinar, and he was displeased. A little over 2,000 years later, the Lord accomplished his own great work, and it was marvellous. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labour of his soul and be satisfied by his knowledge. My righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Isaiah 53, verses 10 to 11. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labour of his soul and be satisfied by his knowledge. My righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Isaiah 53 verses 10 and 11. Returning to our passage, verse 7. Come, and let us go down and confuse their language. Then they will not be able to understand each other. The most effective way of getting people to quit a task is to simply throw that task into confusion. God confused the language of the people and dispersed the people of the world and caused devolution from one culture and monotheism to a cacophony of cultures and a world rife with religious beliefs which encompass the earth even to this day. But by another miracle of God, the world's people are reunited in the family of God and all speak in one religious voice, not as individuals, but through God's manifestation of himself in the person of Jesus. He is the true universal translator for everyone who has been reunited into God's family through his shed blood. Verse 8, So the Lord scattered them over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. As they moved out into the world with their increasingly distinct languages, they developed written languages to assist them in their lives and to keep their cultures tied together. Verse 9, That is where the Lord confused the language of the whole world, so the place is called Babel. So the Lord caused them to spread out from there over all the whole world. Just as in verse 8, the credit for the dispersion of the people is given solely to the Lord. It is he who directs the winds 
which blow across the nations and through time. It is he who fashions the changes in everything, from the transformation of the caterpillar into a butterfly, to the number and size of the nations on the earth. He is in complete control of everything that happens around us. The city the people left behind was called Babel, which means confusion, and the explanation is given right in the same sentence, because the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And spiritual Babylon is the city of confusion, even to this day. In the place where religion is developed by man, there is confusion. In the place where people attempt to please God through their works, there is confusion. And in the place where God's word is disregarded or distorted, there is confusion. God has given us his word, and his word reveals his son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ reveals the unseen father. Nothing confusing there. Apart from this revelation, there is only confusion and disorder. But when we open our eyes and our hearts to the truth of God's word, confusion is replaced with right thinking. Anger is replaced with peace. And discontentment is replaced with the hope of a better life at the coming of the Lord God, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! And Amen.